You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Now you wish that you should have her And you feel like such a fool Welcome to Morning with Lone Star. OurLoneStar.com. It is Wednesday, 9.01. We uh, couldn't believe we started on time today. Let's give us a pat on the back. Oh, I just sprained my shoulder. Fantastic. Music brought to you by Middle of Vanilla. Blame it on the rain. A band is authentic as the headlines we're going to talk about today. I know. <laughs> this is Morning's Lone Star. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Coming around 10 o'clock is our, now not normal, but somewhat cool, Jake from Sports Talk. Jake's going to join us at 10 o'clock. Don't forget his show. It is today at, I believe, 1 o'clock. I always get him mixed up between noon and 1. It's 1 o'clock for his show, Jake from Sports Talk. All sports at 1 o'clock here on Wednesdays. But uh, you can call in right now and leave a message, and we'll we'll c- talk to you that way, kind of weirdly. But 936-647-3776. That's 936-647-3776. Or look us up on Facebook, Morris Lone Star, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, outside that, we're just going to be talking the news headlines and what's going on. I know the Olympics is still going on. I know Black Panther came out. I know a lot of uh, gun rights stuff is being talked about. So we're kind of cover all that kind of stuff so don't feel uh out of place if you want to talk about anything else guys so messages on facebook mornings alone so we're, we're open to changing topics because when you let skippy talk for a while he either talks about his really cool past with his you know his romancing or you know his new i don't know what else he does but um it, shockingly enough none of it's illegal so well there there are gray areas and we'll we'll leave it at that but, hey, it's also early voting is going on in full this force. This is very true. I was already out there this morning. And uh, don't let the what rain. What do you mean you were out there? I was already out there this morning. Are you stalking people? Are you voting? Yeah. What are you doing? I was I was shooting a video. In the rain. In the rain with Millie Vanilli in the background. Uh, but, yeah, no, don't let the rain dampen your voting spirits. I'm telling you, it's uh, uh, early voting can make or break an election, as the Woodlands recently found out. Uh, uh, the, the incumbent was unseated by a spoiler. And when the numbers came out, the spoiler just just rocked it on early voting. That's what was the undoing of the incumbent. So don't put it off. Don't think, ah, it doesn't matter. Your vote counts, especially your smart vote. Get out there and vote. A lot of candidates, the nice thing about early voting is the candidates are usually in like one of the main places. You get a chance to talk to all of them. I was, like I said, I was out there this morning for maybe half an hour, and I got accosted by four or five, six different candidates. I, you know, Did you vote? Got any questions? What can I help with? And... uh and I love that. I love uh, getting candidates down on their issues before I push that button. Get them down on their issues. That's right. So, rainy. It's only going to be 70 today. You know, this is uh, this is one of those you can't have all four seasons in a month. Hold my beer moments. Uh, every possible. Uh, but Well, we had snow. So, I'm thinking, what have we not had? We had a heat wave. We have snow. We have rain. Uh they're saying possibility of flash flooding. So, of course, I'm, you know, PTSDing about that. 
So let us know how the rain's affecting you, if it is at all, if it's going to brighten up. But it looks like it's going to be raining all, not only all day, but pretty much all week. Thunderstorms, yeah, rain, It's going to be an interesting time here in Conroe over the next five days. So, uh, yeah, flash flood watch all the way in Houston and Galveston for the next seven hours. There you wow. Do you notice that, like, the Friday high is slated to be 80 and then the Sunday high is slated to be 59? It's just, well, welcome to Texas, folks. We, we we love it here. If you don't like the weather, wait a minute. It'll change. Uh, yeah, outside that, welcome back. Welcome back. Dick, how was your night last night? It was good. It was good. I didn't really do much. Uh, we do, I was getting ready for the ticket sub this week. I watched the Spider-Man Homecoming. So I watched that movie, the newer Spider-Man. We talked about that briefly so. and about how they, they tried to kind of... Sh- Meld it into the yeah. ex- extended Marvel universe, and is it? Yeah, I rewatched it again because I like to. I for the ticket sub, I like to watch movies at least twice. That way, I can take okay. notes on the second one, mm-hmm. and the first one is just like pure viewing experience, right? But uh, nothing really changed on the second one. I think I I thought it was a pretty good movie. I mean, there. My biggest problem with Spider Man Homecoming is that. Did you see it? No, but oh, so we're not going to talk about it anymore. Well, it was the concept of it, okay. not the execution. There's the concept that. Tobey Maguire, we have the origin story. And then they bring in Andrew Garfield, same origin story. And then they bring in this new guy, same origin story. So, you know, it's like they it's like they keep on until we get it right. And Superman kind of did the same thing. I was well, so there, this didn't have him. an origin story. But, I mean, it's... It they was, skipped it completely. So is he supposed to be the same Spider-Man as Andrew Garfield's? Well, the only thing they did was they they hinted that he got bit by a spider because his friend discovers his identity. His friend does. And so there's there's a scene with him walking to school, and he's like, wait a second, so you're telling me I could be bitten by a spider and I could be Spider-Man too? And then they had a kind of a joke. He's like, well, the spider's dead, man. Like, you got to get over that. And he's like, well, why don't we do it again? You know, <laughs> and so they kind of did that. But that was literally it because they kind of what they did. Do they did, have Mary Jane or Gwen in it? Well, see, uh, no. Uh, what they did, what they basically did is they focused more on the Avengers aspect. Mm-hmm. And you we were first introduced to Spider-Man in the Civil War, the uh, Captain America 3. Mm-hmm. So they kind of went off that. Like the opening scenes is him leaving like, it's kind of like him doing a YouTube video, a vlog of him going with Tony Stark. He's like, we're going somewhere. I don't know where we're going, but it's going to be fun. He's like, oh, my gosh, there's Captain America. You want me to do what to Captain America? And then uh, <laughs> so it's kind of like that. And then they kind of – one thing I love about certain movies, they let audiences they – tr- they, they trust the audience to be smart enough to follow along instead mm-hmm. of just kind of going like, here, follow this. Keep following the crumbs. Come on now. Uh, so they did a really good job on that. But, yeah, they, they completely ignored the origin story. It was just kind of him in high school dealing with being a kid with superpowers. And that's one thing that I hated about the older Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies is Tobey Maguire did not look like he was in high school. Andrew no. Garfield did not look like he was in high school. This kid, Bonafide, small. He, I mean, they, they, uh, they always compare him to other people at the school. And he's still, like, you know uncannily smart like it's just mm-hmm. everyone likes him because he's smart but he's always late to things but i mean spider-man mm-hmm. okay uh, you I, will like it i think you'll like it if you're oh, a fan I would, of spider-man I would enjoy the movie i just have an issue with because apparently this is the, a different one than andrew garfield and they did the same thing with uh superman i was ecstatic when they brought in brandon ruth ralph yeah or, and based it on the second one superman yeah. one and two that that mythology i thought it was awesome and i thought he did a great job i mean they just 
Spacey and him, they they channeled the original actors. I, I think the gal playing Lois Lane, not so much. Who but, played Lois Lane? Oh, yeah, that uh, blonde girl. Kate something, Kate Bosworth. Yeah. And then, well, that's one thing I, over, I fully understood about Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Is she a strong feminine character, or is she, when I say strong, I mean like uh, Ripley from Aliens. Or is she more of the smart, sly lady who the, can can get behind lines but like lie to a lot of people and get away with a lot of things and but you know for the greater good right but, she's the stereotypical 30s 40s female okay did you ever see the hudsucker proxy yes the with Tim uh, robbins yeah and jennifer yeah. jason lee's character i know you're talking that's about lois lane the, okay. the, the sassy talking i can be one of the guys but still cries you know holds under a teddy bear at night when no one's watching yeah okay so that makes more, more sense to me because mm. i was Every movie that has Superman in it with Lois Lane, they always change up who Lois Lane is, like what kind of lady she is. And mm-hmm. I was like, I always wonder what their the original intention was. Because if you remember, like the Dan Kane version, like that Lois was a little goofy, but then like the one in the cartoon that I watched in the '90s, she's real strong and she's more about the facts, kind of like reporting. Mm-hmm. And then this the movie, the newest movies, it's not very good. Like I I don't like the way Lois Lane's portrayed in the newer Justice League and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I got, got to agree with you on that one. And I, I know we're taking a turn towards uh, comic books that I don't think we're planning on, but I, I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> I told you we just go all over the place. We, we can, are, we can go back to gun map. control. We can go back. To nah, nah. You know, why, why is it that Superman stands there where you fire all the bullets at him and he doesn't flinch, but then they, they empty the gun out and they throw the gun and he ducks? Did you ever notice that in the old Superman TV show? Well, I, I always felt like... If you're imp- impenetrable, but you still feel it or you don't feel it. He apparently doesn't even feel it. So you're saying like, it's almost like, well, we gotten used to rain, mm-hmm. but I still feel rain. Mm-hmm. So certain types of rain bother me. There's the pressure, not the pain. So yeah, probably be ducks. Cause I mean, imagine getting shot in the face repetitively from a machine gun and probably you won't see anything, but oh, 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 oh. So yeah, it's probably <laughs> white ducks. There you go. Answered. Thank you, Dick. I can sleep tonight now. That's kept me up for 14 years, and you solved you solved the problem. Yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Did we mention it's early voting? You know, in other news, uh, Paramount drops Transformers Six from uh, the upcoming slate of movies for this year. Really? Yeah. I did five do bad. I, I haven't kept up with them at all. Well, you know, it's funny is they've all made their money back, but they've been steadily losing the profit they made from the first like three. Okay. So either they're going to reboot it or something. I know they come, they're planning on coming out with a couple more Transformer movies, but it's not Transformers Six. It's like Bumblebee or something like that. Okay. You know, one of those kind of. Well, things. that's the thing. You you have all of them. It's almost like Pokemon. You can do eighteen different movies or stories and never even get to. I mean, you have an audience. They're going to go see the movies. But more, you know, it's really funny in the movie industry. I bet they're what they're doing now. I bet there's some type of union being formed or a secret meeting, and basically they're all agreeing that they give each other six weeks per blockbuster so they can maximize, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about all these big movies that are coming out, because one of the arguments today is the Black Panther came out last weekend, is people are saying, why isn't this a summer movie? Do you think it's because the summer movies are so competitive that their movie, The Black Panther, couldn't do it? Or were they really trying to push that Black History Month kind of thing? I'm not really sure. I think it's a combination of everything. They kind of say, what's the... what? What scenario best benefits the movie? And February benefited the movie because it's standalone. Well, our movies are coming out in the next three weeks that you know of. No idea. No idea. You know, and so that gives you a good run at getting as much money as possible in the whole month. And then also Black History Month, again, that gives you more of a boost. 
and there's no negative thing about that. And it keeps the momentum going of the the, the series in general. We we just got through Guardians of the Galaxy two, Infinity Wars right around the corner. So it, it's very smart marketing, and I absolutely agree with you. I think it's a, a bit of everything. But especially with the summer blockbuster in the old days, you know, when that first hit and that was back in the days of the disaster movies, uh, the towering inferno uh, earthquake, they became the summer blockbusters and all the studios kind of had it. Okay. This is the one that's going to be the blockbuster. We'll hang back and let this one, you know, earn it. Now it's been more competitive to where, okay, you got a summer blockbuster. Well, I've got a summer blockbuster and it gets down to when they go head to head, they know it's a lose lose. And that's, what's been happening. You've got great blockbuster movies, but they only hit it for a week or two in the cinema because people, okay, I'm going to watch this one, then I'm going to go watch this one. And, and you know, Americans have notoriously short attention spans. So if, if let's say Black Panther came out against, uh, I don't know, pick, pick one, Titanic, uh, Die Hard, you know, it would not have nearly the effect because people would have watched it one weekend and forgot about it the next weekend to watch the next one. So by putting it in February... Awesome decision. Mm -hmm. You got the whole you got the whole month into March, no problem, and it's going to carry him into Infinity War, which is April, May. Yeah, it's coming out pretty soon. So now I, I want to see who dares to go up against a Wrinkle in Time. I'm sorry, I know it's not that big of a movie, but no, I, it's going to do horribly. Oh, hush. it's probably going to get really bad reviews, and it's going to be one you were neglected worst. as a child. And it's going to be. I've read rage, the book. I'm rage. just saying it's hard to do that movie without going all the way. You, uh, this one looks like it's going to go all the way. So, the, oh no, there's too many PC things going on in this world. I mean, once once they people realize it's a Christian tale, they're going to lose their mind. Because well, Oprah's in it. The, the, president, the future president is in it, and it's going to be a big <laughs> issue, okay? I'll see money on that. So Dick, so Dick thinks that Wrinkling Time is going to bomb, and I think it's going to not not soar so much, but it's that it's not going to bomb. What do you think? Give us a call, 936-647-3776. Yeah, let's, let's take our first break if you have, with that you care right about there. <laughs> You're listening to Mornings Lone Star, brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors, Conroe Coffee, and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Folks, we're going to take a quick sponsored break, but we will be back. If you have any questions, concerns, or whatever, let us know. I mean, we're here. So just call 936-647-3776. Outside that, leave us alone. No, just kidding. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 
from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. It's 917. You're listening to Millie Vanelli, and just to uh, put it out there, we have legally won as many Grammys as Millie Vanelli here at Mornings with Lone Star. So just let that one sink in. What do you mean legally? They they won a Grammy. Yeah, did they get taken away? Song? Yeah. Well, because they didn't sing it. Oh wow. Oh yeah, that's the whole that's why I was making the joke earlier. Well no, about, I knew about them. I didn't I didn't realize they had to give it back. Yeah, you got when you're best singing duo when you're given a Grammy because you sang this awesome song and then they find out you didn't actually sing it, they get kind of kind of pissy about that. They say give it give it back. We want we want our Grammy back. And I can't remember who it went to. If it went to I think it went to the 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 runner up um, in the voting and no idea who that was. So yeah, do you know how they got found out? I think they were doing a concert. Yeah, but people do that all the time. They lip sync their concerts yeah, all no, the time. Yeah, no, something, no, someone somewhere, I'm trying to remember, because when it was coming out, it was like this big news on MTV. I mean, that was a huge scandal. And it was like someone, I want to say someone actually like tried to match the vocal patterns of them with the song. It's like, wait, there's no way they could have produced this tone or, or something. Or, you know what? And honestly, it could have been something as much of a, someone found a smoking gun contract or someone just said something to the wrong person. But yeah, that was a uh, that was kind of funny because you're right. Everyone like you know will do lip syncing stuff, but uh, it, it's like if you have someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger with his voice and then try to pass off that song on him, sooner or later people are gonna go. There is no way he could have pronounced that word. Hey, uh, well, I feel like they they could have come out with the new album today and they do all the all the voice sync or the voice. I think they tried to come out with like their own album. Well, they did. Rod, 1991, uh, 1992. And Rob, I can't remember the name. Rob Fab. Yeah, they came. Uh-huh. That was nineteen ninety three, and then and then Rob died. Yeah, he committed suicide, I believe. Man, what? But uh, <laughs> and that's kind of a crazy story. Uh, that's funky. Yeah. You know, you know, with the school stuff going on over in Florida, mm-hmm. I know people have been staging walkouts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, HP, uh, HISD school principal, they send out le- uh, letters and stuff because a lot of people in Houston are talking about doing it. And I'm wondering what's going to happen from that, especially here at Connor ISD. Do you think anyone's going to do it here? I think those that try are going to find themselves suddenly suspended. I, th- I think the administrators of Connor ISD, that'd be Don, Dr. Don Stockton. I can't remember the new uh, uh, superintendent at HISD in Houston, but I feel that the letter would go out saying, if you do this, be prepared for the consequences. And I think that's, I think it's a really good stance because it teaches them, yes, you can protest. And that's kind of like, I think what's been a problem with, with America lately or the world. It's yes, you can, yes, you can kneel during the anthem and the other side saying, no, you can't, you should be held up for treason. No, you shouldn't. It's, it's protest all you want, but, be prepared You're saying the other side, there's like a handful of people like that. Well, no, you see it kind of schismed out. When it comes to kneeling, half the people are like, yeah, 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 kneel. It's, it's, it's your right. The other half are going. Well, you're always going to have opposition. Of course. So it's not the other half. I mean, but there's, it's, there's, okay, I, I'll, I'll grant you that. Uh, but the opposition. I mean, there's a group of people who think it's still wrong to kneel, but they respect the thought that you're doing it. And then some people think that well, it's a, the greatest thing you could ever do. It's never wrong. You're always right. I'll put and a name on it. The president actually tweeted saying this was horrible. It was wrong. They should be arrested. So, I'll I'll, I'll you put said it. They should be arrested. I believe so. Double check me on that no, one. Was probably on Twitter. Um. Yeah. He he tweeted it. So 
with the president weighing in on that to kind of stifle the expression, that kind of causes the schism. Absolutely, protest all you want, but if it's if there are consequences consequences to it, you need to be prepared for it. And so, if these superintendents play it right in my book, and of course I say this with all my education degrees on the wall behind me, let them know. If you walk out, this is what will happen. You will be suspended. You will be, I don't want to say expelled, you know, you will get spanked in some way, shape, or form. And if they do, follow up on it. Don't be the parent that goes, I'm going to, stop it or I'm going to spank you. Stop it or I'm going to spank you. Stop it. I just want to tell people, just, just spank them and get it over with. Just, just do it because the kids don't take you seriously. And let, the, let that be a valuable lesson. Absolutely protest. Don't let anyone tell you you can't protest. Civil disobedience is a foundation of America. The Boston Tea Party was the epitome of civil disobedience. But a war happened as a result. You know, it was a pre-precedence to a war. So there are consequences. And I, so I think it's a great idea. On both sides, stage a walkout. If you, if you kids are doing it because you really believe there's a, you know, a walkout is deserved on this and not because you want a day off of school, absolutely take part well, in it. Well, I wonder what, it, what if, if you allow this to happen, and it depends on, what, you know, at certain scales it becomes a respected movement. And, you, and like that's like the Boston Tea Party. But what happens if now it's it, the new norm, the new norm in a sense of like, hey, mom, I'm protesting that they're killing meat or cows because they're serving the hamburgers at the school. I mean, it's just kind of one. I'm, I, I imagine it's going to be one of those things that the uh, ironic thing is the bureaucracy of these public schools aren't going to know what to do because their system is set up to have butts in the seat. Mm hmm. So if they don't show up, what's going to happen with that? And it's going to be caused, I guarantee it's going to cause mass confusion if... For a while, but this particular, the reason why I'm all for this protest, if you want to walk out and you truly believe in it, do, do it and be prepared to take the consequences for it. But this one I'm a fan of because it directly involves them and their safety. Killing the seals, what, you know, oh, chopping down the trees does not affect... In, the, that sa person's in life. the same realm, I wonder what the stats are since Florida's incident that so m how many people are calling about, like, threatening, making threats. Nine in Houston alone. So Nine I'm thinking, students have been charged the last few days with terroristic threats for the copycats. They're idiots. So, they I mean, do. are they going to jail, you think? Yes, they've been arrested. So you're getting 14-year-olds, 12-year-olds going to jail? Yeah, well, they're going to juvie jail. Going to juvie jail, man. Going to juvie jail. They're going to scare you straight, man. Um... But yeah, no, nine in Houston alone. There are idiots. Okay, there are there are kids who are hurting that want attention. Okay, and I, I get it. A lot of this is the mental illness aspect of it, and I think that's the decision. Let's forget about oh, it's if we, let's ban the AR-15 and all gun violence will magically be solved. No, you know an AR-15 is a scary-looking hunting rifle. Period. End of subject. The issue is education. The issue is 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 mental health. In my, in my humble opinion, let's spend some resources on that. Let's help these kids, in, in my opinion. I, this kid well, may or may not have found a way to do it. That's probably the biggest alarming news to come out about the, ch the kid who did the school, in, the school in Florida who did that. It's just like the one after another things that's happened to this mm -hmm. kid. And it's like, we're, where's the alarms going off? Cause well, there were alarms. Everyone had the alarm. The FBI had the alarms. People are watching this kid, and they're saying, he's going he's gonna to do it. And the initial response is, well, we can't do anything till they do it. That's wrong. Okay, if that was the case, there would be no investigation on Trump.
you know, for, for an FBI agent to say, we can't do anything unless a crime's actually been committed, and then we can step in to investigate it. That's bogus. That's wrong, because for the last two years now, we've had an investigation on an administration, and I don't care if it's the Republican administration or or, or, or Green Party. It's no, with zero evidence and mounting evidence that it's, it was all fake, but zero evidence. They're looking for it. So they could have gone after this kid, no problem. That was the first time. And then when the FBI was contacted again, they dropped, They just didn't forward the phone call. There was a catastrophic failure. There were alarms, Dick. And God, I seem to be ranting this morning. I don't mean to. I feel very fervent about this, though. Yeah, no, I'm falling asleep over uh -oh, here. Uh-oh, let's go to, let's like play some music or something, man. Yeah, let's do a music break here on Morning's Lone Star. You can always let us know what kind of music you want us to play. You can just call in 936-647-3776. Don't forget, we got Jake from Sports Talk coming in. We're going to be talking Olympics with him and the updates. I know the Olympics has like four more days left. Four more days. And four uh, more days. a lot of more exciting things are coming up at the last round of the Olympics. That's for sure. You are listening to Montgomery County's community radio station here on IRLoneStar.com worldwide. Download the Lone Star Internet Radio app at the app stores of Google Play and iTunes. And then, uh, of course, on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be right back here with more Mornings of Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hey, you got some, you're, well, first off, you're back to morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. He's Dick, I'm Skippy still. It's about 70 degrees out of a high of 71 today. It just rained hard for a bit. Seems to slacked off. The weather just can't seem to make up its mind. Like the rest of us, I guess. Uh, we are sponsored by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Many thanks to our sponsors. I'm going to take a sip of Conroe coffee here. As Dick, I found a great headline that we can talk with Jake about. So when you think ancient Rome, what kind of sports do you think? Young boys. That's the Greeks, my friend. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but thanks sport, for making me snort coffee out my nose. Sports. Rome. I would probably say the marathon. Marathon. Well, again, that's the Greeks, but I'll give yeah, it to Yeah, they're all the same. It's all Greek yeah, to me. Yeah, <laughs> boom, boom. But, you know, we're thinking races, uh, gladiator stuff, uh, fighting lions, beating each other up. Whoa, don't bring animals into this. I thought that was the Greeks. No, that was the, that was the Romans. 
<laughs> the Greeks invented the Olympics. The Romans invented the Colosseum with the lions. So there you go. There's the big thing. But apparently archaeologists have found ancient boxing gloves. In the in Roman fort. Uh, you mean like leather bound? Rock yeah. Gray? Okay. Uh, and they had impressions of knuckles on the inside. Like, you know, the leather, thick leather gets when you sweat it and stuff. They were formed uh, around uh, fists and knuckles. Uh, so in the Roman fort of Vindolana, which is... Uh, near Hadrian's Wall in England, you know, when the Russians, uh, when the uh, Romans invaded England, um, there was a defensive measure called Hadrian's Wall put up there. And it basically bisects all of England. And they actually found that. And that no one, you just don't think boxing, at least I don't, I don't think many people do when it comes to to the Romans. I know it's not like an earth changing headline, but I really thought that was cool. Just kind of caught me off guard here. So that's it for sports for me till Jay gets in. And he's doing like in about 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna, uh, well, if he, he's not listening, I'm going to blow him away. The with Olympics. This. I mean, I, I think the Americans exactly what was expected. Uh, I know some people were surprised about the figure skating. People expect, I guess we dominated figure skating for a couple years, I guess. Yeah. The Chrissy Yamaguchi, Tara Lipinski, uh, Sasha, what's her name? But then like we're nowhere near the other group of people now. So they had that. But I know Lindsey Vaughn got a bronze yesterday. And what's funny to me is a lot of other Americans meddled in skiing events. And that's meddled as in got a medal, not meddled as in meddling in an election. You're really, really wrapped around this stuff. It's kind of funny. But uh, she she got a bronze, but she's also in the older spectrum of the skiers. But I don't know if how age really affects that uh, as much as like, you know, maybe other sports does. But but it's the funniest thing now is what is NBC going to do for the next four days? Because U.S. hockey's out, men's hockey's out. All of our star players are really out. I mean, I don't know. Well, I might be missing one or two, but for the main sports, and I was gonna, I want to talk to Jake about that because, like, what is what does NBC do? Because, like, even an example of how poor NBC's coverage is of sports. After Lindsey Vaughn's interview, right after her her ski, they went to another sport. They still had about nine or ten skiers left in the event, in the qual, like in the in the medal. Yeah, like it was really weird. So it gives you an idea of what their priority is. I really think there's going to be some high-level meetings at NBC. Uh, you know, the post-mortem, when an event is over and everyone gets around the table and they say what works and what didn't, I think it's going to be a, a long meeting of what didn't work. Because I'm trying to think, ha- have they shined in any, any particular moment that you can— I haven't really been watching them, uh, unfortunately. Well, like yesterday, for example, U.S. female cross-country sprint team— beat Sweden and Norway, which is huge. Big huge. But no one cares. Was it covered? I don't think so. It's because you can make it. That's the whole thing about, you know, with the American, because NBC doesn't have the world rights. It's the American rights, the U.S. rights to the Olympics. So I can guarantee you that, you know, the Greek version of NBC or the Russian version, um, that they're really promoting, yes, you know, our team's still in there. We got... One person left, they're in last place, but we're going to show them. NBC's just going off to the next one, catering to the, we can only assume that our audience can handle 16 minutes maximum of any given sport. we got to move on to the next one. I, I'm, Dick, well, ha, have they shined on anything? Any of their broadcasts, any of their coverage? Is something gone, wow, that was really well covered? No. Because I think they even got rid of Scott Hamilton as one of their— Well, I mean, he's like, he's old news. 
but what I mean is that he, he was one of the experts from the golden era of the American domination of figure skating. And he has a human interest story, you know, cancer survivor, all these things. And to get rid of him, when, you know, I appreciate that they're going for the flair of Johnny Weir and uh, the cuteness of Tara Lipinski, but you need the older person. You need the guardian to get the ones, you know, the Dorothy Hamels of the world or the Scott Hamiltons or the Nadia, uh, the uh, uh, Katarina Witts who are there to say, well, you know, back in the 70s or 80s or 90s when I did this, the, the quadruple uh, axle was never thought of before. Now this guy did it. And, you know, then you can compare it to older Olympics and how we've expanded. That's how you, you, you create the buzz about it. You just don't get rid of a guy because he's older. You don't throw us out to pasture, well, Dick. I, I think there's also what people are, they're trying to make it work, I imagine. And it's not working right now. So they're doing whatever they can do to kind of change it up to make it work. Yeah. And I've seen that happen on a lot of TV shows where the ratings are going down. So they bring in special guest stars or change something or recast something. And you can see the desperation where each week something's different. Um, you see a lot of shows when they're on their last legs, they do that. They'll fire, they'll, they'll fire an expensive actor and replace it with a cheap one, or they'll fire a cheap actor and replace it with an expensive one, hoping the name will bring people or they'll, you know, special episode. So it seems like desperation where there's, okay, they're throwing all the spaghetti on the wall. To me, it seems. And to see what sticks. And well, I mean, they're really fighting for viewers right now. And unfortunately in today's spectrum, if you're not all over the place, like online or, doing a good job and content wise, no one's really going to keep paying attention. And like I said, all the major stars are over. So what their lack of, and I think we talked about, about, about this with Jake is the, the lack of knowledge. It seems that these reporters have in all the sports, not just in the, the like four or five of the main ones. It's like, Oh, now we're stuck here. We're like, do we know anything about cost country scheme? Was this even expected? Who are these people? I mean, to me, that's a great, a great story because how much Sweden and Norway uh, dominate that sport. Yeah. That is like, that is akin to the Jamaican bobsled team winning gold For against, sure. against people who actually have snow in their country. And it's not, I mean, the reporters are, are doing a poor job too, but even the anchors, you know, it's like Bob Costas, your favorite sports announcer getting up there and talking about a sport. He knows nothing about. It would show. It's like, dude, Bob, I feel like that every time I see him, right. But it's like, okay, at least he knows who it is. like, okay, number 42, that is um, Bob Jackson playing for the Pacers. You know, to not know basic information makes you look foolish. And so you have Katie Couric out there talking about, you know, they, they, they skate on their frozen canals to get to work. I don't even know where she came up with that. You know, it's not like she read a report or something. It's like you just assume they've got frozen Maybe she's canals. she's just running out of BS. Well, when I do that, I tell you to go to commercial break. <laughs> I don't make up stories about frozen canals. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was pretty interesting the, the, when they decided, or she decided to like, kind of stick with it too. And you she's think the American voice of the, that's what I'm saying. She's the American voice of the Olympics. It's not like some low level reporter. This was Walter Cronkite. This is someone, the top person saying this. And they paid her millions to say it too. Wish I was getting paid millions. Right? To look like, do you think she's going to come back? Katie Couric, oh, yeah. she's going to slink off into retirement after this one. This was a bad idea to, to haul her out of retirement because they're Where trying to get Bob away. Bob Costas? Bob Costas? Isn't he, doesn't he do ESPN stuff? Uh, what, doesn't he usually do the Olympics? I, th I think he has in the past, but he may have a exclusivity contract uh, with ESPN now. Or that they thought, 
we we got to get away from the white male for Lauer, so they brought so in they Katie brought in Kurt. Kurt, the white female. Well, who also was his co-host for many years. It was a bad move. Oh, great. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio here at IRLoneStar.com. We're going to take a quick sponsored break. Coming back, we're going to talk a little bit about the 107th anniversary that happened today, 107 years ago, with the anniversary of the Conroe Fire in 1911. Uh, there's some events with the rain happening. They kind of moved some stuff around. So we'll <laughs> define irony. Yeah, we'll find. Uh, well, no, it's good. Or prevention. Uh, but we'll be back with more Morning's Lone Star. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. Seven six three two. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Do you want to know what's going on in Conroe? Tune in to Keeping Up with Conroe. Keeping Up with Conroe will highlight upcoming events and local businesses in the area. Keeping Up with Conroe will air the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. and will be hosted by the Conroe CVB staff. Keeping up with Conroe will highlight Conroe's amazing attractions for residents and visitors. So tune in to Keeping Up with Conroe and join the staff of the Conroe CVB every month on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information about Keeping Up with Conroe and the Conroe CVB, go to visitconroe.com. Welcome back, Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. It is raining! <laughs> Did you know that? It is? I'll tell you, the worst part about balding, Dick, and hopefully it'll be many years before you experience this, it's the sensation of rain falling on your scalp. After having a whole lifetime of it falling in your hair, it feels a certain way. But once it starts you, hitting bare do, scalp... Do you think Superman will feel it? Oh, uh, comic book heroes, they only they only go gray at the temples. That's all that happens to them. Think about it. Every time they have, like, a future Superman or Reed Richards or everybody, they just go gray at the temples. That's it. They suck. They don't lose muscle tone. They, you know, they don't get the, the middle-aged spread. They don't get the waddle on their neck, and they certainly well, don't go bald. In this Millie Vanilli video of Blame It on the Rain, they certainly do not care about being in the rain with all this electrical equipment. And... Uh, playing instruments and having a grand old time. <laughs> well, obviously the, the instruments are as fake as the singing. They, these things aren't even plugged in. What they should have done is use like kids instruments to, to show that they're not, re- you know, the real ones, little, little kid ukuleles and xylophones. Okay. We're not lip syncing this whole video. So uh, it is, as we pointed out earlier, despite the rain all day long, all week long, all next week, it is early voting. Get out there and early vote. Talk to your candidates. Or go to your candidates, talk to them, and then vote later on. You don't. It doesn't have to be a one-stop shop. Well, 
once you vote, it, it is. But I mean, you can go as many times as you want to talk to candidates before you cast your vote. I, I got a news of a candidate who kind of. Well, hold on. Let me talk to people about the 107. Anniversary of Condor Fire of 1911. Yes, you tease that. My so, Yeah, you always do that. I do that. Uh, just letting people know it is raining, like we've been talking about. So they moved the event over to the Conroe Chamber. So between 4 and 5 p.m., the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Building, you can celebrate the 107th anniversary of the Conroe Fire that happened in 1911. And uh, there, there's additional things going on around downtown. Like, for example, the Red Onion on the Square will serve Firehouse Chili. Uh, Brownie Jewelry will give a 10% de- uh, off that day. Uh, they were actually here 84 years ago, so probably like a little bit after the fire. And then, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff, but they're going to do a auction happening over at – that's what the whole thing I was talking about, the chamber. They're having an auction deal, and it's going to benefit the Conroe Professional Firefighters Association and things like How that. How cool. Do, Dick, I, obviously, you know, I'm relatively new to the Conroe area. Do you know the the – this, the story behind the fire was the lightning strike. Was it because you know you have Mrs. O'Leary's cow knocked over the lantern for the Chicago fire, so we all blame the cow. Do, do we know if there was a Conroe cow or no? No, I have no idea anything about the history. There's a couple other shows we had on Lone Star that talked about it. Well, if you want to know the history, go hit this event today over at the uh, Chamber Building here in downtown Conroe. I think I'm going to pop over there. That sounds cool. I want to find yeah. out some more about this. But uh, but there you go. I want to make sure people know that. Oh, sorry for hijacking the conversation on rain. I, I do apologize on that. I forgot that you had uh, teased it. But speaking of early voting, there is a uh, a candidate for the Texas uh, House of Representatives, Texas State House of Reps, that kind of made a boo-boo and is hoping to get through early voting relatively unscathed. This is pretty funny, Dick. There's a uh, a lady. Oops, hold on. I, uh, ah. I, uh just missed my uh, scroll too far. So this lady named candidate Brandy Chambers, and she's running for a seat in the Texas House of Representatives. She's a Democratic candidate. Not that it's not germane to this story at all, but if you feel sorry for her and you can vote for her, uh, she learned a valuable lesson. Do not mess with Captain Kirk. Okay. So what happened was she put out a, a newsletter. And in the newsletter, kind of to endear herself to voters, like, hey, uh, I'm a nerd. You may not like it. I'm not for everyone, but, you know, she put a, a a photo, a signed photo of her and William Shatner that she got at Comic Con. You know, you get you pay five bucks or ten bucks or whatever, and you get the two dick love bill things. Well, she put that photo on her newsletter. Well, someone retweeted it to William Shatner, like, "Hey, dude, are you endorsing this this woman?" Uh, and at this point, Miss Chambers earned the ire of Captain Kirk. He sent her a very vociferous. Twitter tweet from his account replete with lots of it looks like to be honest it looks like a Trump tweet you know multiple exclamation points capital letters not allowed and uh basically say this not allowed it implies endorsement which never will happen please remove my photo and destroy all copies of whatever this is immediately am I clear and even put a a, an angry face emoji after that. Well, what's interesting, you say that, I always think about endorsements in the sense of was her intention to associate her following with the following William Shatner, you think? Uh, or, her response was, her initial Twitter response, which was bad. I like how she said she paid for it, right? Is that what she said? That, yeah, that's what she did. Her response was kind of very defensive. And I, I would have been the guy say, hey, you know, don't send this one. Now you got it out of your system, hit delete and then write the next one 
where she's like, well, basically, Mr. Shatner, if you read the whole article, you'll see that I, you know, I know in no way imply that you endorse me. It was just a photo that I paid for. And that's just the wrong thing to say. It should be, I, I apologize deeply, meant no offense. It's down immediately. My bad. Because you can actually turn that around to a, please, let's meet and personally buy you a cup of coffee and apologize. And I promise no photographers. You know, there are, you could have spun it. So she kind of uh, mealy mouthed her way out of that, which didn't help the case. And then she finally put out a her own Twitter with capital letters. He does not endorse me and never will. And and I I, I kind of feel sorry for her because I, I get where her heart was. But if you're running for state house of reps, you got to know that you can't do that. You, you can't even imply an endorsement with a celebrity. To have a photo of yourself with a celebrity in a newsletter that can be taken out of context, don't do it. That's just my thought. Who would you, if you were running for office, Dick, okay. and you had a photo of you with someone that they may or may not appreciate you having that photo, but you're like, hey, just the photo, me being with this person means you really got to vote for me. Do you, do you have that photo or who would it be? Oh, it would definitely be Jesus. You would, you would. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, would it be Buddy Jesus from that, that no, movie? No, it would just be Jesus. I'd okay. be like, look who I found. <laughs> and then that's it. And then people can interpret it the way they want to do. Is he a time traveler? <laughs> I would vote for you on that one just because that, that takes some severe gumption to do that. I yeah. W- yeah, yeah. I would vote for you on that one. That's great. Because it's like, prove me wrong. Yeah, it's like, what are you going to do about <laughs> it, huh? There's- are you saying Jesus doesn't exist? <laughs> he great. could have showed up. Oh, that took us a real turn. I love that. That's yeah. a great answer, Dick. I like that. And then I love it's like, hey, hey, did you actually were you actually there? I'm not allowed to talk <laughs> were about you it. Were you there? It was at an Illuminati meeting. Oh, is Jesus an Illuminarian, do you think? I don't know. I was just making that up. Well, no, see that one thing I always wondered about was how important are endorsements? And <laughs> I know it varies on the state of the election, you know, local, hyperlocal, state, federal, all that kind of stuff. But when it comes down to a certain party being expected, because I think it was about two or three years ago, we had uh, the editor from The Courier come in and he talked about his endorsements and like why they choose to endorse people at The Courier, which I mean, it was a good it was a good listen from him. And it made me think, you know, as a radio station, do we endorse people? I'm like, nah, I don't really care about that. Like, I, I feel personally endorsements only placate to a certain group and like for some of what we're talking about there, there's two tea parties here i think so, our job is as radio hosts is to get everybody and let everyone make their own decision yeah by getting i think the same information and but i mean i know as a person running for office that's kind of part of their strategy mm-hmm. is like hey i gotta get endorsed by these people because they either give me money or they give me votes or they give me something mm-hmm. and uh so that there's a game right there that i don't know how to play i've never really thought about that but when it comes to power similar to the triple a like that'd be really cool to be endorsed by the triple a well that's the thing is to Do they ha- endorse people do you know no uh, because it's not a political political action committee and the upper echelon since a triple a is, is a private company but they can endorse people can't they no because uh, you're implying that the employees endorse oh see like it's it. the entity it's itself well it, isn't the courier a private entity no, can, uh, it's, it's a news by, organization. Yeah, but it's so, private, though. It's privately owned. No, but but it's not. It uh, doesn't answer. To, I, I see where you're going with that. The news is exempt from that. It's much like you can show trademark on a uh, on TV on a news article or new, news report where no one else can. So they can give that. But 
uh, because it's from the editor. The editor and the publisher are the de facto owners. So the editor and or the owner and CEO of AAA, let's say they can say, I endorse, but you can't say AAA endorses because that is everybody that works under AAA. It's, it's, I know where you're going, and it's a gray area, but that's why newspaper, that's why uh, media can, newspapers can, but AAA can't. That's stupid. <laughs> it is. That's but, stupid. But, but, but you know, the importance of well, you endorse people, though. Do you? Do you ever say publicly? Have you ever, at one point in your life, said I publicly support this person for a public office? Yes, I, I put the signs. Uh, I put the signs on my yard, uh, yeah. I, and I do endorse. And see, that's what, one thing I've always wanted to run mm -hmm. for. Uh, political office because I could just run by the name Dick and find all the past dicks that run for office and see if I can buy the old signs from them and see if I can get away with it. So when it says like Dick for president, we just kind of duct tape over the president and put right in like whatever position I'm running for. Dick for dog catcher. Dick, yeah, Dick whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Do you want Dick running your school board? And then my whole joke is I'm fiscally, you know, you know, not conservative. I'm trying to go where I'm fiscally responsible because we're reusing all these signs. But imagine all the time and effort to go buy all, like, find people. Hey, do you have any leftover dick signs so we can use and uh, that weren't vandalized or anything like that? Oh man, I would so vote for. I would vote for you hard, Dick. I wonder what the stats would be on having a catchy name like that because you know you would say most people who go to the voting booth know about 25 percent of who they're voting for, and the rest of the positions are like, oh, it just kind of depends if they look good or the, the name's catchy or. Mm -hmm. I think and that's why you can't use. Nicknames on the ballot. I could use Dick like, though, couldn't I? Yeah, because you go by that professionally and personally. But like Kinky Friedman, when he ran for governor, he couldn't use Kinky because he's always had it in quotation marks. What an idiot! Well, he, I think when he started, kidding, he wasn't planning you, on, I mean, he wasn't I planning like on that's running a, for governor. Whoever you're, you just need to take out the quotation so marks, like, man, just own it. So it was like Bob Freeman, or you know, whatever his first I'll name just, is. Yeah, I mean, so so you can run as a Dick on the ballot. That'd be great. You will be my dick on the ballot, Dick. So proud of you guys for voting for me if I'm not even running for anything. I will vote anything. for you even if you're not running for anything. So there you go. Morning's Lone Star. We got Jake in the studio coming <laughs> up next after a couple tunes. So stick around. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. You sacrifice the good love to satisfy your Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick Skippy <gasps> and a possible special guest sitting across me. Maybe, maybe not, but it is 10, 11 a.m. We're in our second hour of the show. It's still raining outside, but that's okay because it's fun inside. We're sponsored by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. And I look up and who do I see but sitting across from me? The one, the only, the indomitable. Drum roll, please. Anyone? Okay, never mind. Jake from Sports Talk. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are good, you? Good to have you, Sue. Jake visits us on Wednesday mornings now. Yeah, so I think uh, the Jake is, or the Wednesdays are Jake Day. It's Wednesday Jake Day. So can we do that commercial? Hey, Mike, Mike, what day is it? <laughs> Mike, guess what day it is? It's Jake Day. It's Jake Day. 
Well, it's it's actually my Friday, so there the, you go. The hump day portion of it, yeah. And he's been drinking since <laughs> eight a.m. Haven't yeah. we all? You don't know what's in this cup. Yeah, you, think I, you think I do the show sober? You are on drugs, my friend. So, uh, You're no. on, are you on PEDs? Uh, yes, very much juicing over here. Let's the, talk about that. Can we get in that topic real quick? So the the, the Russian curler, because we're all making fun of him. That you know he he doped up. Is but it because we hate Russians? He's a white Russian too. Get the boom boom back to the alcohol thing. That'd be great. That's what he was doing. We need to get well, that's uh, what I'm certain asking. sound effects on this show, so that way we can actually play a cricket when he <laughs> makes stupid jokes like that. Like I like the silence that we do. I just like me saying that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> As Dick's got that down to a fine art. Oh, that was stupid, man. Uh, but. We don't know what he was actually doping up on, right? And no, no, what yeah. could it? Have, what counts as a performance-enhancing drug? Uh, well, who knows? I, I mean, I, you can look it up online. I'm sure you can. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, it, it's all down to what the Olympic Committee deems as an inappropriate performance-enhancing performance-enhancing drug. The NFL has a different rule set than what the MLB does. The MLB actually allows you to take uh, prescription strength Tylenol or some sort of prescription strength pain reliever for, um, you know, recovery purposes, but you can't go and take steroids. But in the NFL, a prescription strength Tylenol is is considered a violation of the performance-enhancing drug policy. Okay. So it's all down to whatever the Olympic Committee deems. So this could conceivably have been a shot of vodka. It, it could have been. Um, I know that's very stereotypical. I mean, it's very, very, <laughs> okay, just, shot of Bacardi. <laughs> I, we, yeah, okay. Yeah, rum. Russians don't usually like rum. It's too right. sweet for Jamaican their Jamaican rum in the, in the Russian. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and it, it's kind of sad that everyone knows about the, the doping Russian curler, and God knows Dick and I have made enough jokes out of it, but I just, no one knows what, he, what it was. I can just imagine if it was steroids and he was sweeping and he just swept too hard and he went straight through the ice. That would be it just... Make my year. That one guy at the booth is like, does that mean we need to investigate this? Well, and it's like you just see a bunch of, I know this is not a very good reference for radio purposes, but if anybody's ever seen Dick, Dick is not like the most muscular man in the world. He's a little on the scrottier side of things. He reminds me of Elastic Man. His superpower would be like stretching out 18 yeah, feet there or you something. Go. That's yeah. a good way to describe it. So I can just imagine like eight dicks lined up in a row and then this one massive Russian guy just like, <laughs> and they walk up to all of them. All right, who's the one using steroids? Yeah. And it's he's like, like the East, oh, oh, it's like oh, the East oh, German oh. team. <laughs> Mama said I was special. <laughs> Look at the beard on that East German female uh, competitor. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, uh, a lot of things happen in the sports world, so we're always happy to have you in here. Just to remind folks, Jake does have a show at 1 o'clock today live in the studio. Uh, Jake's from Sports Talk, Facebook, all that good stuff. He has a podcast, iTunes, Google Play. So he's he covers all things sports once a week. And I want to know more about the Olympic coverage and then on top of that, where do you see uh, – we, we posed the question, what is NBC going to do now that today is really the last day to cover anything that's exciting for the United States? Yeah, so today um, out, outside of like, you know, we, we still have competitors competing here on out, but nothing uh, big of name or anybody who really has a shot at winning a medal of any sort. The uh, women's hockey team is still going on, and they play Canada tonight. It's, I think, 11 Is it the gold? It's for the gold. Yeah, it's eleven thirty. It's really late. Um, so outside of that, like, I really it, hope they get another fight. Oh, it's it's a repeat. Oh, what of I Sochi. What oh, I missed? Oh, no, Sochi all over again. Okay, uh, it was completely. Um, I mean, they, they they genuinely do not like each other, and it's really fun. It's it's the men's team of old of the what nineteen eighty uh, Miracle on Ice uh -huh. sort of rivalry, and it's great. I love it, but. 
As far as what NBC is going to do, I don't know. Like they they asked the uh, bronze medalist uh, figure skater to be a color commentator for the remainder of the Olympics. And oh, he medaled? Oh yeah, he got bronze. Yeah. Oh, it, oh for it, team for the team skate. No, no, for individual. Really? He, he got bronze, uh, and it was it was big news because he had a flawless run, but the two other um, competitors ahead of him both wiped out in their runs, but they did some more technically difficult runs mm-hmm. to where they got more points for it. And that, that was kind of like the Americans are this bad at, at figure skating that we can't. Well, I remember reading that he wouldn't do quadruple jumps. Well, uh, like he didn't have that anywhere in his, in his program. Arsenal, no. And so it was like that really brought him down. It did. I, I mean, they made a big deal out of the American uh, female skater. I, I'm blanking on her name, um, but she was the first American uh, Chloe, I think it was Chloe Kim. Um, okay. Uh, she was the first American to actually, or first American female to ever complete a quadruple in an Olympic mm-hmm. run. So, um, but, but she uh, didn't win. She didn't win. And that's, I mean, that still says, you know, how it shows how far behind we are as Americans when it comes to these winter games. But as far as what NBC is going to do is their coverage, they have done a poor job up to this point, And I don't, I, I, they're going to, I hope that they go and throw the kitchen sink at us and try to make this as different of a uh, style of coverage that we've seen in the past, just due to the fact that, you know, they got nothing to lose at this point. They, they've had terrible coverage up to this point and hopefully for the future, they can, they can do some things better. And I hope Fox is watching because we got world cup. Soccer coming this up is, this, this summer is a great with no U.S. Too. With no U.S. So you have to find a way to engage the average viewer out there. You know, just get your soccer fans are going to watch your sports fans on average are going to watch. You got to get those people that are like eh, on the fence borderline since oh, there's no America. Yeah, he only won bronze in the team event. Oh, it was only in the team yeah. event. Okay. That's because he got because he got so low scores in the individual. In the individual. Yeah. And, and uh, well, yeah, but. It, it, I'm I'm curious to see what they do from here on out because it's been hard to find places to watch, like where to actually go and watch. I know I can watch an NBC, you know, but I want to know what time specific events are occurring and what times I can watch them, whether they're live or rerun. Um, if you don't have Comcast, who has that little uh, red button. Gold, gold channel or whatever the they red call button it. on the controller, yeah, you know, outside of that, I mean, what you know. I would I would have never seen half of the events that I wanted to if if it wasn't for Comcast. So thanks Comcast. Thank I, you. I don't often say thank you to them because personally I hate their network. But um, anywho, <laughs> so yes, that's that's. Well, I, and Jake, you I don't know point. what they can do. I guess to be. And Dick and I were kind of talking about it earlier that this is a throw all the spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks or or okay let's try this let's try that and some in rare instances it works. Sometimes uh, in a drama, you know, uh, that's what is going to sound funny. If you remember the old TV show, Dark Shadows, uh, it was a soap opera. No one remembers that show, do you? Well, it's endured over the years, but they were going to get canceled. They told the writers, you know, we're going to get canceled, just, you know, have fun. And so they they had a little go- little girl ghost appear and people started watching a little bit more. And then it was like, well, screw it, let's do a vampire. So they had a, added a vampire to the soap opera. And all of a sudden people started watching. And that's why the first... Well- Year of Dark Shadows is not even it didn't have anything to do with the uh, the vampire. It was a soap opera about the Collins family, and it lasted for thirty years after that. As a result, all because of the vampire. Yeah, because it was like when you turn writers loose. A West Wing, same thing. It, it got 
got bad for like years four and five and, and years uh, six and seven, told the writers, we're canceling. So just go to town. And it was like best season when you, but that's for drama. Sometimes in a TV show, viewership starts to go down. So that's where, okay, we're going to fire this person. We're going to replace this actor. We're going to have the special episode and it starts getting messy. But this is a little different here. And this is where it's going to get even messier. I think because you have in those instances, changes you can actually make with writers and stuff. Yeah. You can change a producer. You can change a director when you're doing a, a sports broadcast, but there's kind of a cookie cutter way of doing things at times. That's why a lot of times you see bad Super Bowl coverage year in and year out. I, I, I personally, I don't like when I watch a Super Bowl coverage because I think the art of the sport kind of gets lost in the broadcasting of it. And so I, I think it's real, it's too basic. It's too what I see on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This is the Super Bowl. This is something that's larger than what we are supposed to be seeing week in and week out. This is the Olympics. This is something that most, I would say 90% of Americans tunes in for a lot of these events one month out of every four years they're not following the world cups they're not following Mm -hmm. events that are going on regularly and so i this this has to be done at a a different level and so at this point where we're at in the olympics firing a director firing a producer and changing up your or your strategy yeah it it can work for future purposes but now where you're at you're not going to nothing's going to be great and it's going to only get messier. Well, what's what's strange to me about that too is they had four years to really prep. And then the resources they have is they have the IOC and then they have ex competitors. Like the Olympics is always going to be a short term career for people. And I guarantee you can find folks in the sport to commentate or just to be there to help out. And they have nothing better to do. In a sense, not saying they're like jobless, but I mean, if someone approached you and you're a, a curler for the United States from you know 20 years ago, and someone says, "Hey, we'd love for you to come help us with all the curling matches and things like that for the whole coverage, not just for the American, but like every time we're doing curling, we need you there, and we'll pay you whatever amount." I doubt there will be a lot of people saying, "No, man, can't." Oh, they'd pay him, and hey, we'll give you a hotel room and an Olympic Village and a five hundred dollar Visa card. They'd be there. It would just I for, mean, for the joys of it. I know, I know, they did it for a couple sports, but then again, I think really what the NBC did horrible in their decision on producing the whole deal was they didn't take the angle of why don't we have something for every sport. Instead of they looked at it like, how much time do we have in the day? What can we jam in that time and just do the best we can? Cut away. Well, okay, and so that's fine. I I I, I think that would be the smart move for him. But you can't also isolate your older audience. You've got the you got to adapt to. Okay, like, so has gone over. If I was in charge, win. if I was in charge of the NBC production team, I would have two sections. I would have online, and then I would have prime time. And prime time meaning on the television. So online would be dedicated to anybody that's interested in watching that sport, the whole section of that sport, all the runs from the skiers, all the runs from the bobsled, and then have an online version of it with a commentator. Just as long as there's someone saying, hey, up next, here's the people coming up. You don't have to have the graphics. You don't have to have the interviews. You don't have to have anything like that. It's just like, here's here's what's happening. And then you have a producer whose sole job is to wrap it all up and put it in prime time. And like, what's the best of the best of the day? And then we, these are the highlight sports that were featured on primetime. All other sports online. Click this link. Boom, done. I don't judge. It's my because of my wife. She is a Dancing with the Stars like rabid fan. Okay, she knows the breakdown of every dancer that's ever been on it. 
but what I know, so I've, I've watched from time to time. What I noticed what they do, it's, you know, you got your dancing on the floor, the, the ballroom floor, and then they all run upstairs and, and they have this gal interview them. But in the background, they've got a whole different setup for online. So when you're going to commercial breaks, they're actually, it runs concurrent with the show and through the commercial breaks where you get background information, extra interviews. So they're like, yeah, you know, they're saying, don't watch our commercials, tune into abc.com slash dancing with stars, whatever. And it keeps on going and very much, you know, they could have done something like that. You're right, Jake, pardon the pun, but they needed to bring their A game. And I and think the, they just, And the production bam. of it, like it was crazy. The production isn't expensive. No. Because you can just put it on YouTube live or do like that. Like you don't have to have your own streaming service. But you would think that. that NBC would. So. No, NBC does. And it's NBC horrible. has their own streaming I mean. service. They don't so have to worry just, about the cost. It, it's not up to what it should be up to. And I think, it, you know, and I really think Fox is the only one uh, that I can say that has a streaming service that's up to par right now. Because even ESPN's lacking in that department as well. ABC. I, 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 I don't know if they even have streaming. I, I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. And then this NBC stuff. I've watched NBC for uh, Sunday Night Football multiple mm -hmm. times. And. It just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't have the, um, well, like for example, one thing I like about Fox is I watch a lot of soccer on their streaming app mm -hmm. and they give you, depending on the, the, the importance of the game, they give you different options while watching. So for example, you can watch the game without any commentary. And I, to me, that's awesome mm -hmm. because I don't care. I don't want to listen to the Americans botch soccer like they <laughs> and that's what I was going to say for the somebody explain the offsides rule. Well, no, not that. It's just like they try to make it like football and it's just not. It's never they, they don't have English speak or UK people doing football commentary. <laughs> right. Like they, they'll never do that. They'll always have American do it, do it or <laughs> American English. You're right. person. So for the World Cup. I'm surprised that Fox isn't just going to be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do all the in-studio stuff here, but we're going to sign a subcontract with whoever the BBC's doing or whoever's doing that, like commentating the game, because we don't have to handle that. The United States isn't in this. They're, they're better. There's Nigel Richardson. You don't know him, but he's been commenting on soccer for the last 86 years, and well, he's no, going to be your voice. Fox still owns Sky. So, so, yeah, so exactly. they can utilize Sky. And, and, and then it, because the quality of it, it's so it's important for new watchers too. But when again, when the World Cup's over, they'll start watching more soccer and they realize how horrible the English or the American commentators oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, well, and they want the name recognition because I think two things that uh, NBC did, and I'll say this real real quick. Uh, first, I brought in Katie Couric uh, out of retirement, which was dumb. She's zero qualified. Two, it's uh, the Scott Hamilton thing. Uh, if I read this right, you know, he he was there. They they let him go, and well, you have Katie Kirk do the interviews. Yeah, you don't she's give, not you, the she's voice not, of. Yeah, you just don't. But do let's that. go to figure skating. Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski aren't for everyone. He's very you know, you know as people saying. Well, it's, no, it's literally the is the Hunger Games. Yeah, the Hunger Games. And some people want to watch ice skating, like old school, like me. I you know Johnny Weir is who, uh, whoever he is, but I want the Dorothy Hamels of the world or the Scott Hamiltons of the world for the old people to say, okay, thanks for the color commentary, Johnny Weir. But this, you know, 20 years ago, no one ever thought about doing quadruple luge and, or, or Axel or whatever. And so to get rid of him and they, they, this alienated half their audience for figure skating, thinking, well, Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski can cover the whole thing. It, yes. And that I was going to comment on that earlier, getting a name for name's sake is not always the best answer to go. Don't go and pull me a famous curler from 20 years ago and put him on camera if he's not going to be good on camera. 
Me personally, I don't think that couple commentating is a good pairing for my taste and my liking from a broadcasting standpoint. But you have no choice. you got to deal with them. So give me options. I, I'll take the option where I have nobody, nobody color commentating, and I'm watching. Because if I'm watching— well, yeah, but you can <laughs> call the volume control. Yeah, well, you just have the mute button. You just you <laughs> yes. just have the announcer, and like you t- you patch into that because I know there's an announcer in the in the stadium or in the ice rink saying coming up next is so and so and so and so of so and so and so and so, you know, and then they do their they do the scores and that's it. Like you don't need to have a lot of investment of the color commentator. I was saying the curler the curling people just because that's if you were into curling and you want to watch just curling the whole day of it. You can't do that currently. No, 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 no. I no, no. I get that, and I get where you were coming. I'm just saying, don't go and put somebody there just for the sake of having somebody there outside of a. Look who we found under this rock. Or don't <laughs> yeah. comment for the sake of commenting. As like no other well, medium can you pro- be watching the movie. That's, that's why the we're problem. killing Sean's mic. That's the and problem. Then, uh, <laughs> that's the problem. You're, Every, <laughs> you're sitting here with hey, uh, uh, Sorry, we're gonna continue fi- finding what the problem is from Jake. Uh, about, about the Olympics, about the upcoming <laughs> World Cup. I know I'm excited about that personally. And then one question I have for Jake is Houston sports. We're, uh, we're in a good momentum here on basketball, and then baseball's coming back. They're in spring training. We're two days away from and the first game. So there you go. We got that happening. So we're going to talk about that. If you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, we're going to do a music break. We'll be back. Should have told her you were sorry. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome yep. back. Give me old. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Get it's a lone hey, star. I got a great story about an old guy here. Oh, great. Oh. I hear him every day. <laughs> no, this one's different. <laughs> Eight to ten. I can't wait till you get a rascal. <laughs> get a rascal? What, uh, I don't, uh, what does that mean? Those are the uh, moped things. The little scooters. Yeah. Oh, is that what they're called? 
No. You don't remember those commercials? Like, get a rascal today. <laughs> Is that what I, they said, Dick? Get yeah, a but back today? then I was making fun of people who rode Well, them. I felt like at one point there was you some agreement with the, the government where it's like, we'll pay for your rascal if you qualify. And so I kept seeing those commercials for like two years straight. And I was like, now I want to call just to see what I had to do to get a rascal. Can I get a rascal? I'm tired of walking. <laughs> okay, so check this out. This is the news story I came across today. So there's this. Hold on, has it verified? Is it fake? No, this is verified. Because I know, only, like, only you're, you're, I know you're episode. a big Infowars follower, so I have to be careful about what you tell me. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll make a game out of it. Is Skippy lying or yeah, not? Yeah, shoot. Go for it. Okay, so there's this. Uh, a uh, New York City sanitation worker who retired after like 60-something years on the job. Mm-hmm. And his uh, uh, pension is at $285,000 a year, which is actually double what his salary was. And now people, you, you know, Jake's raising his eyebrows. It's like, okay, so obviously there's more to this story. A lot of people are just stopped there. Oh, you know, my tax money going to the thing. What happened was he's been on the job for, like I said, 60 years. Back then, he immediately, when he was hired, he, he went to the tier one program, the pension program. You know, there are different levels, basically the gold or platinum. So he hooked onto that, and that's not even offered anymore. Like decades ago, they stopped it. But then he also, over the years, was throwing in his own money in, into it to fatten it up for this very purpose. Looking forward to one day in 60 years, I'm going to retire, and I'm going to have a lot of money. And so it's his attitude towards it that th- this is a story that he is basically yelling at the, you know, the reporters to get off his lawn to get a real job. <laughs> it's uh, um, asked about his lifetime golden handshake on Tuesday. The golden oldie became defensive and called the figures fake news. You'll go ahead and say I'm ripping off the city because I got a pension, he said. Uh, the fact is I worked almost 60 years for it. And there's no I like your old man impression. Yeah, like, get out of my <laughs> And the last thing he said to reporters were, you retire, that's it. Get an honest job. <laughs> <laughs> so all power to uh mr egan there i'm trying to find his first name again but uh i just well, thought it was funny for old man stuff he actually my retirement plan is going to be working through my shift at walmart as a greeter through well, lunchtime i was going to say you're going to be working until the day you die right? yeah <laughs> that's my retirement plan well yeah like so my grandfather's pension plan with uh El Paso, which is no longer a company anymore mm-hmm. um but it's a city and that it is <laughs> Uh, he worked for them for almost 40 years and, uh, I mean, great pension plan as far as money goes and everything. But part of the, the pension plan was it paid for all of his funeral costs mm-hmm. and they're going to pay for my grandmother's funeral costs. Nice. That's not even offered as like a thing anymore. No, like, no. I well, no, like, it's it's negotiable. Is it really? Like, well, I mean, they do. I mean, you're you're talking about you're negotiating all the time. You guys don't negotiate for everything. Like you're buying cup, coffee next door. You don't go like, hey, 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 hey. How much for the coffee? I'll get. I'll give you. Dick, will, will how much you, minus the protection cup thing around it? I don't need that. Jake, let's negotiate with Dick for him to pay for our funeral expenses, man. I'm all. Yeah, Dick, you want to pay for my funeral expenses? <laughs> we got to negotiate. We got to negotiate it. Okay, half of them. There we go. I'm willing to meet you halfway, buddy. I'll make. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it one, like one vase. So we'll mix y'all together in <laughs> oh, the one vase. I don't want to be mixed with him. I, <laughs> By then, his ashes will be 100 plus years old. <laughs> right, dude. If I make it to 60, it's going to be proof of God. Just... So we were talking about um, the. Well, fine. We just heard it. He just said that if he lives till 60, it's a proof of God. 60? Well, yeah, because the lifestyle I lead, you know, I'm just, I live hard. You're over 60, Skippy. Stop lying to us. Well, you, what are you going to talk? Shut up, man. You're <laughs> over 60. We were talking about what if Walt, like Walt Disney came back today, what would he think of the world and where it's kind of at? 
I think wasn't it, he a racist? Yes, extremely <laughs> uh, not racist, but a- anti-Semite. He was. Yeah, he was a sign of the times. Think about it. Song of the South, which was one of his favorites, and put on this is by today's standards insanely racist. But back in the day, that's what you had Brer Rabbit and Uncle Remus. That's how it was. Yeah, but I, I mean, what would what do you think he would be putting on all of the Disney networks? What about Mr. Rogers? Was he? I know he was a Christian. I don't know because Mr. Here's the thing about Mr. Uh, Fred Rogers. What's the dirt on him? There was no dirt. That's the whole thing. Did he have children? Yeah. No, he really Were was. Were they really his? Yes. <laughs> he was not a sniper. He didn't wear the sweater to cover up tattoos. He had all these urban legends about him. You think there him. was a little bit of uh, Me Too stuff with putting the hands in the puppet kind of thing? Like, <laughs> some of those are lady puppets. <laughs> <laughs> For all the record, everyone that ever talks about of Rogers is that he really was that he was just, he loved kids, you know, in the proper way, uh, loved doing the show like and the had a reason for it. Yeah. There, thank you. You have to have it. Though. Yeah. You have That's to have sad. it. I love kid. I love directing. I think I want to do that every time. Now I love you, but the proper way, yeah. <laughs> the proper, way. The proper the pro- way of loving, but you. there's nothing wrong with the improper way. Just me personally. It's the proper way. So, uh, no, there, there, no there are some things well, wrong uh, with the yeah. improper way. So how we started <laughs> talking about Walt Disney, Oh, Disney was because, um, we got a, a letter today from Fox, and I'm not going to get in trouble. Wait, for okay, uh, sorry, to, I'm sorry to interrupt, but when you say a letter today from Fox or to Fox? No, from Fox. So they, so like Fox the, sent the front all, office. Their, all their employees okay. this, this okay. emailed letter, and it was basically discussing the severance package that, hey, we think that most of you guys are going to be able to keep a job after this merger goes through, but in the chance that you get fired, here's what we are going to do for you. And then we have also set up in the in the deal that if Disney lets you go within the first 12 months uh, after, then they have to also provide you the severance, the same severance package. So you get double? No, 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 no. So if you get oh, let okay. go before you the just, merger. That's a good planning. Fox I like it. That's, you, a, that's a yeah. responsible after employee. Tw- yeah, or after the last employer. So what you were talking though, like, you know, first day when Disney actually takes over, we want Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy there at the office. So that way, if they if they actually have to hand out severance packages, then <laughs> I want Donald Duck to give me my severance package. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a conflicting like Instagram <laughs> photo? It's like, hey, got my photo with Mickey today, but got fired. <laughs> I, I would get Jafar to do it. Well, that's well, that's what we led down. We led down that rabbit hole where it's like we're gonna make this the most <laughs> difficult thing for Disney to just be like, we want. You to unfreeze Walt Disney and bring you're him not, back. You're to not us. just making that difficult for Disney. You're making it difficult for the guy who's going to be playing Jafar, who probably already has some questions of himself about playing this <laughs> yeah, role. And he's like, "You want me to do what?" And he's oh, like, "Yeah, we want you to go fire the 200 people today." Okay, what on D Day? Have everybody bring their kids. Yeah. yeah. Hey, watch watch his Mickey Mouse fires daddy. <laughs> Why are you firing? Daddy. We're going to have to go on welfare because Mickey Mouse doesn't like daddy. <laughs> Mickey, you want to explain to little Susie here why we'll never come to Disney World now? Uh, but if we get to <laughs> keep awesome. our jobs, we get 50% off at, at all Walt Disney parks. That's cool. And resorts. Dude, I, I am so... so you want $50 off? 50%. 50% off, man. 50% that's that's off like $1,000 savings right there. So I'm so proud we'll of Walt Disney on I bet you need it doesn't include condiments or soda pop. Probably not. Jake, remember I liked you before you went over there, right? Because <laughs> yes. I was, remember that. Okay, I'm not. I'm not trying to parlay that into anything that benefits me. I'm just saying. I'll take Miss Skippy. What is that supposed to mean? I'll take Miss Skippy. He's seen my wife. He, I got a hot that's wife. 
What about I, my what about my fiance? That is unfair. Oh, so you'll you'll be with his wife, but yeah. not my fiance. But uh, you know, we have to be wrapping this up. Already? Yeah. Get your B2 movement out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to put my hand up puppets, man. <laughs> but uh I you know, it's it is kind of exciting to see what Fox and Disney are gonna be doing because no one really knows. No, and then it's crazy. All that kind of stuff. Interesting times, my friend. Now, in sports, we were going to talk about, we do have a couple more seconds. So do, give me a preview for Houston. Uh, like, I know there's a good chance the Rockets are going to go to a good good place in the in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, Rockets will make it to the uh, NBA West Finals. Uh, my prediction is that it'll go seven games, um, and they will lose ultimately to the Warriors. Um, I think it goes seven games because I, I think that both of those teams are just killer shooters. But at the end of the day, I think that there's more dynamics on the offensive side unless of the ball for Warriors. Injured. Yeah, unless one of them gets injured. I, I there's no there's no guaranteed here, mm-hmm. guarantees here that I the Rockets can't make it to the NBA Finals. Now, out of those two teams, the Warriors and the Rockets, whoever comes out of the West, I think wins the championship. So, um, if the Rockets happen to upset the Warriors and they make it to the finals, I th- think you've got another championship team. Well, I remember Houston. your predictions on the. Uh, World Series where they were slightly off, but it could have so easily gone that way. Yeah, I had Dodgers winning in uh, in uh, seven. Seven, in seven. Yeah, Dodgers, at, winning, I had in Dodgers seven. winning seven at home just because I was like, wow, it's going to be really hard to win on the road for the Astros at least two times. And I know it sounds funny, even though you were wrong, You it could have it oh, was a great have, prediction. Yeah, could have swayed you know, either were, way. Yeah. Could have swayed either way. Well played, and, sir. And similarly here on this, I, I not to brag about myself, but Go I had – I had the rest of the playoffs all the way through up to the World Series down to Game Seven correct. Outside of predicting the Game Seven, I, I had I had everything correct. So hopefully I'm I'm correct here on this all the way up to Game Seven in the Western Conference Finals, and I'm wrong again. You'd be happy to be and, wrong. And the Rockets go on to win um, and face my Celtics in the championship where they beat the Celtics because I don't think either any of the teams out of the East have enough. But Astros-wise, real quick before we mm-hmm. do have to go off the air, Astros-wise, we do have our first spring training game on Friday. I know it's like, oh, my God, it's a spring training game. Who cares? But I'm a sports nerd, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Red Sox play two games tomorrow, and they're against, like, little minor league affiliates. And so it's just like, you know, sportsmanship, rah-rah, fun <laughs> thing for the fans. We'll try to I, hold the score down on you guys. I am so excited for it. <laughs> I am so pumped just to watch them play. Is it going to be aired anywhere? Uh, on Nesson. I mean, for me, I can watch it. I mean, if you want, if you're a Red Sox fan, you can watch it. The Astros, um, I believe, uh, their CBS or not, uh, who who covers them? Root, Root, Root is going to have them. Uh, Root, their, Root, their spring training game on. So, but uh, Jake, thanks so much for coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Come on Wednesdays. We gotta be wrapping it up. Don't forget, guys, if you are just now joining us, we'll be back tomorrow with a special version of Morning's Lone Star. I believe mm-hmm. uh, I'm out of the studio. For the next couple days, so it will be Rick the Reluctant Cowboy and Sean yeah. Skippy tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Let the mayhem begin. Don't forget, we podcast every episode at 8 p.m. The, the same day. So if you're just now joining us, want to hear all the talk from Jake and other things we got into at 8 p.m. tonight. Follow us on our podcast on Google Play, iTunes. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Don't forget, Jake from Sports Talk will be on today at 1 p.m. live in the studio. You got questions for him, he's on Facebook, or you can call the station, 936-647-3776, message line, and hit us up that way for Jake. We'll be back tomorrow morning. We'll see you later. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network, either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.